You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on. We have some major shifts going on throughout this week. And part of that is because Pluto is going direct, Saturn is going direct, and Venus is changing signs. Venus is going into Sagittarius. So the tone for this week is definitely going to have a big shift to it. And on top of that, the new moon is happening in Libra. And of course, I'm always making a separate podcast or video for that. So we have a lot of transformative energy going on this week. It's going to be interesting for sure. And looking at some of the vibes on the graph, it's pretty apparent that this is a busy week. It's pretty apparent that there's a lot going on, especially as we start getting towards the end of the week. We have a mixed bag of energies. We have a bunch of uncomfortable stuff, but we do have some good stuff mixed in. From the 7th to the 10th, we do have some confusion going on. We definitely have a bit of foggy energy going on. With all of these planets going direct and a little bit of Neptune stuff that's going on this week, I mean, the Neptune stuff is more so in the beginning of the week, it is going to leave an air of just feeling a little, a little bit perplexed. So you might not be able to understand all the details that might be going on in your particular situation. Although through the weekend, there is a lot of mental energy and that mental activity is going to be high. So it will help you fight through some of those moments where you might feel foggy or just, again, just out of sorts, perplexed, confused, just different. There's some psychic energy mixed in with that too. So, you know, It's going to be a weekend of trusting your gut and just feeling things out, even with some of the confusion going on. I mean, seeing that mix in with the mental energy and a few other active transits and vibes, that should really help in terms of your psychic abilities. And again, at the end of the week with all that psychic energy, you could be experiencing intuitive downloads. You could be having prophetic dreams because of that. So it's an interesting extra sensory sort of feel. And there's some social energy mixed in. And throughout the week, there's a ton of drive. There's a ton of ambition that's going on throughout the week. It's going to peak around the 7th, but it's going to be with us throughout the whole weekend. So it's going to add to just feeling like you need to act. And there may be some decisive action, despite the fact that there is a bunch of confusing vibes on the graph itself. Sometimes these vibes contradict themselves a little bit. And that's actually a good thing because you could feel compelled to do certain things and you may finally get some clarity as you start getting towards the end of the week. And there's social energy as well mixed in. There's romantic energy as well mixed in. So it's a mixed bag week. It's going to be an interesting one for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe and also share because it does help this channel grow. Also, if you'd like to support the hard work of this channel, you can do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So the beginning of the week is going to be interesting for communication because we have two Mercury transits. We have Mercury making a trine to Jupiter on the 4th, and then Mercury is going to make a quincunx to Neptune as we get to the 5th. With the Jupiter situation, this is lovely, and this is great for having forward-thinking conversations. This is great for just being sociable. This is great for having good spiritual conversations, as a matter of fact, or just anything with philosophy or theology and things of that nature. And the conversations are fun. They're bubbly. They're very jovial conversations. When you have good, smooth Mercury-Jupiter aspects, the conversations itself are just entertaining and hilarious, and there's a lot of humor in the air. 
It's easy to make fortunate contacts. It's easy to make friends during this time. It's also just the nice text messages that you don't expect that come through. So it could be just communicating with someone you really like. It could be communicating with people you haven't spoken to in a while. One thing also with Mercury and Jupiter that I've always noticed is it's really good for reconnecting people that you actually like, people that you really wanna talk to because people always come forward, I always think. People always come back. So, and sometimes that's great and sometimes you may not want certain people to come back. This is one of those times where the Mercury situation works out really well and you just reconnect with people that you really wanna to speak to. And this could be through social media, this could be through text message, this could be on DM. And even face-to-face, -face if depending on what's going on in the world and your situation, I know a lot of people are still on lockdown. A lot of people are in different places where things are not just open. But this could be an opportunity to reconnect with people, which is always great. And if you're in school right now, if you're in college right now, I know there's a lot of people who in, in high school sometimes that listen to this. This is great for just studying. This is great for grasping concepts and far-reaching concepts, concepts that are on the level of higher education. So this is gonna be amazing for that if you're needing to study for something or you have an exam coming up, this is a lovely aspect. The other one on the fifth, isn't that great for that? Mercury Quincunx Neptune is a confusing aspect. So hopefully you're riding the wave of Mercury Jupiter because this one here is just gonna to add to just not understanding things. So over the course of the beginning of the week with that Jupiter stuff, that's going to make things easy while this one here is going to make it's not going to make for easy decision making. It's not going to make for easy conversations and understanding things. And it may be something where you're having to take your time if you are signing anything important. I mean, Mercury is still retrograde. This is also part two to that Mercury Quincunx Neptune situation that we had a few weeks ago. So something from a few weeks ago can definitely come back up and it can come back up in a way where you may either need to re-sign something or just something was not again understood or a deal that you thought you had may not have actually been a good deal at all. So you might want to recheck the facts. This is going to definitely help you go over things that need to be resolved because it is coming up for resolution, even if it may be foggy and stressful and unclear. And another thing to watch out for this is it does bring in scammer energy. So you definitely want to be aware of that when this one comes up. So if there was someone that seemed fishy a few weeks ago, it could come back up and give you the confirmation that you need that it's something that you don't want to go forward with because it's snaky. It's shady. So at least it's good for that, but it's an uncomfortable vibe. Try to ride the wave of Jupiter. And if you're feeling this one, if you're able to do stuff to ground your energy, like going to crystal shops or doing meditation or listening to high frequency music sometimes helps people like Reiki music definitely helps people. Or I forgot the name of this. It's like some gigahertz music that usually helps people. And just getting out in nature if you're able to, that's always helpful. Maybe giving yourself a little bit of a tarot reading, oracle reading, something like that. That generally combats the weird feelings that this one brings around because it can bring in a jittery sort of energy and, and a little bit of irrational stuff comes up. It creeps up with this one. So do the best you can when this energy hits. Because the next day we have another quincunx going on. We have Mars making a quincunx with Uranus. So with all these quincunxes going on, things can feel a little bit off kilter just energetically over the next three days from the 4th, 5th, and 6th. And then some of the rest of the week too, we've got some weird stuff that's going on. Of course, we have those planets going direct too. So do whatever you can to ground your energy and stay as stable as possible because 
with Mars making a quincunx to Uranus, this is going to definitely ramp things up. Here's the thing with Mars and Uranus. When they're in a hard aspect, it can be difficult. It can be challenging. However, one of the good things is it's great for motivating us. It's great for getting us to take action. And even with this being a quincunx, and with quincunxes, we do have blind spots. And so you have to go slow on certain, if you can go slow with Mars and Uranus, you got to go slow on things. And I say go slow, meaning basically do not act impulsively. If you feel the urge to do something immediately and call to action immediately, think about that one before you do that, because it may not go the way you want, because the sun's also going to be quincunxing Uranus as well, too. So, so that's going to ramp all of this up because the sun and Mars are in a conjunction while they are in this quincunx with Uranus. So that's going to make things uncomfortable. Mars and the sun currently right now are not in the best position either. They're, they happen to be in a sign that they are in detriment and fall. The sun is in fall in Libra and Mars is in detriment in Libra. So things could go a little bit wonky, but this is why I say take your time. If you need to take action on things, this is great. It's going to motivate you. However, if you feel this jittery emotional reaction to something, just don't act on it because it can backfire. Mars, sun with Uranus in a hard aspect, it definitely brings out our impulsivity. It definitely brings out reckless behavior. It absolutely brings out risky behavior where you feel like you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain or you get overly cocky. And what can possibly go wrong when you get overly cocky? Everything. So you just want to be aware of that when this hits. And it does flare up certain things like arguments, disputes, and things like that. People's tempers seem to be shorter. There's a low tolerance for slow people. There's a low tolerance for long-winded people during this time too. So it is going to be edgy for sure on the 6th and for the next couple of days. And the beginning of the week is just an interesting part of the week. Mixed baggy, but definitely a little bit uncomfortable. Also on the 6th, Venus is in a semi-square with Mars and the Sun. So relationship stuff can also kind of flare up within this energy. Venus is also at the 29th degree of Scorpio. So there could be a particular edge to your romantic relationships or anything to do with career, anything to do with your finances. So that's something that you want to be aware of. But this energy here is going to bring up some petty stuff. It can bring up some stuff from the past from relationships where things were not going the way you want it, or you might've thought something and didn't address it. And now it's coming out through its ugly head. It can bring up old resentments in relationships. It can bring up a lot of scorekeeping in relationships and also just bring up situations where you're overthinking in a relationship and there's really not a problem, but you're believing there's a problem. So it results in an argument. So again, the six itself is not the most comfortable day. And with all this wonky energy that's going on here on top of that, Pluto is going direct that same day as all of this is occurring. And with Venus at the 29th degree of Scorpio and its ruler, Pluto, the depositor of this Venus going direct, this is going to make for maybe possibly some power struggling energy and an uncomfortable situation with relationships and money. So again, this day is very strong. And now getting to Pluto. Pluto went retrograde on April 27th and has been in retrograde for a bunch of months now. Pluto retrogrades are incredibly long and there are periods of time where we have to examine the Plutonic things in our life. So from that date, have there been any Plutonic themes going on in your life? Have you been clearing out anything that's no longer working in your life? Meaning the bad habits that need to be transformed, any patterns, any obsessions, any addictions, any relationships in your life that are controlling or power struggling or you're dealing with a manipulator, 
people with narcissistic tendencies or happen to be narcissists? Have you seen the truth exposed in some area of your life where light needed to be shed? Because Pluto has a tendency to expose things that have been hidden from the surface. Pluto has a tendency to expose things that we don't want to look at, the ugly things, the ugly truth of a situation, and that could be anything within your life. Have you noticed any of that going on since April 27th? Have you been finding ways to deal with repressed trauma and grief and finding yourself taking deep dives into the unknown and stuff that you might have suppressed, stuff that you haven't been dealing with in a long, for a long time? Or have you had some sort of spiritual awakening during this time? Because a lot of times those things happen during Pluto retrogrades. Just you get aspected by Pluto and it helps you uncover hidden knowledge. And that could be in a spiritual awakening sort of way. That could be in a psychic way. That could be just, you know... If you're trying to learn astrology, we'll just use that as an example, you finally feel as though the floodgates have opened up and you're able to connect with all the concepts that go along with astrology itself. Because it's a hard subject. And Pluto rules those things that are hard to understand, those occult knowledges that are hard to understand, esoteric things. And so those things could have been happening as well. But the great thing about Pluto retrogrades is as difficult as they are, you do come out on the other side on top. You do come out on the other side transformed and you do come out feeling stronger. With Pluto, something has to be cleared out so that you can transform and gain that Phoenix energy. So that could have been going on in your life in some sort of way. And of course, those difficult situations are difficult. They suck. It takes time to get over them. I definitely don't want to say in any way these Plutonic situations are easy. Even spiritual awakenings, they sound lovely, but they can be difficult. It can be stressful. So with all that said, look back and see if you've been experiencing any of these situations. If any of this makes sense to you, if Pluto's been aspecting anything in your chart, especially those personal planets, you're definitely going to be experiencing something Plutonic within your life. Pluto will be in the shadow period until January 27th of 2022. Over that period, over this period, this should help shed more light on any situation you might have been experiencing if you were being aspected by Pluto during its retrograde. On the 7th, Venus is going into Sagittarius. Venus in Sagittarius is a good time. We are getting a lighthearted Venus and we need this lighthearted Venus with all of this heavy energy. The month of October is definitely an interesting month. It is a mixed bag month and we can use jolly energy. We can use this jovial, fun-loving, adventurous Venus, which is going to be amazing for our love lives and career because it's going to allow us the opportunity to take risks, seize the day, and be hopeful for a change about what's going to happen rather than just kind of feeling like, you know, that feeling of being in despair and just thinking nothing's going to go right. With Venus and Sagittarius, everything could go right. And that's just the thought process with this particular Venus. So if you've been looking to get more adventurous with your love life, then look no further because this is the type of Venus that's going to help you put yourself out there. It's going to help you just be open to different types of people. Be open to different opportunities in love where you might have felt closed off a month ago or, you know, even two months prior when Venus was in Virgo. This is going to be that type of Venus where it's just kind of like you're wide open for your dating options. And that's a good thing. I always tell people, I always tell my clients, leave your options open when it comes down to dating. Do not put all your eggs in one basket because you're setting yourself up for failure. And this is what I appreciate about this Venus because transit-wise, it is going to really help us be more open-minded when it comes down to our dating situations. And keep some space open for any other potentials. 
And of course, I mean the people who are single. If you're in a relationship, obviously that's not a good idea. Unless you're one of those people who has an open relationship, then that's something completely different. But this is the kind of Venus, if you're single right now, it is going to help you seek variety when it comes down to your romance, when it comes down to your dating life. It really just helps people become more free-spirited when it comes down to romance. If you're in a relationship, this is going to really help in terms of just adventure in your relationship, doing fun, thrilling things, seeking out ways to expand what's going on within your current relationship, and that's in so many good ways. Expansion could be ramping up the intimacy. It could be just going out and doing fun things with one another or trying new things with one another, so it's going to be good for that. Also, it could be in terms of being overly demonstrative in your relationships, which, you know, sometimes that's a lot, but sometimes it's a good thing. So this could end up just being one of those times where you and your partner are overly mushy with one another. But this will absolutely be a time, single, dating, or whatever your romantic situation might be, where people are just generous with their feelings. Every time I think of Venus and Sagittarius, I think of free love and free hugs, because it is an unconventional Venus. I'm not saying if you have that in your natal chart that you might be unconventional with dating, but you could be unconventional with dating, and more open and more free-spirited and that sort of thing. Because it is a Venus that does not like to be tied down generally, but in transit, it's just good for just opening yourself up. And even especially when it comes down to career, if you've been a little bit closed or you've been in a place of no where you're just not open or you haven't been open to putting your resume out there, this may actually get you in that place where you feel as though it's time for you to do, it's time for you to expand, it's time for you to do better. You could be picking up a new side hustle and just, or just juggling different jobs overall and, and, and going after jobs that you normally would not go after because you're normally just more restricted in that sort of way. What's good about this Venus too, it is the Venus where you shoot your shot when it comes down to love, when it comes down to your career, when it comes down to your finances. So it's good for taking big risks. Be careful, of course, because there's always that shadow side that comes with this. Sometimes you can be overly risky in this Venus and you do want to be careful with that. Sometimes you can be overly free-spirited in this Venus and you do want to be careful with that, especially when it comes to dating because some people could get their feelings hurt. Um, again, this Venus and its energy is really not as committal. Again, it has that free love vibe to it too. So there could be situations where it does cause dispute in relationships if someone's being more free than the other person or overly flirty and that sort of thing. Also, it can bring in a pig-headed vibe when it comes when it comes down to relationships, because this could bring in that sort of sense that everyone has to have the same thought process and has to have the same beliefs as you. And if you're meeting people who don't, you may be turned off by them. Or, you know, you could be picking at a partner or being overly judgy with a partner that you feel is not aligned with your mission or your truth and things like that, which you need to be aligned with the person that you're dating regardless. But this could be in a way that's just arrogant and dogmatic and just overly opinionated for no reason. But yeah, other than that, I really hope this brings a lighthearted tone to the air, which it should bring in a lighthearted tone. It is, again, that social vibe that we need. It is that jovialness that we need because this week is definitely rough in some areas. And then Saturn is going direct on the 10th. So it is going to make for some uncomfortable things. Anytime these planets go direct, they're strong, they're potent. And with the week being the way it is, this is where some of the weird energy does come into play for the weekend. Saturn went retrograde on May 23rd and did go into shadow around February 14th of 2021. And so think back since February and around May, what's been going on in your life that's been Saturn-like? 
Have you been looking at the things that lack integrity in your life? Have you been looking to find some sort of way to get structure in your life or learning how to commit to things or become responsible, become an authority within your life or just overall get discipline in most of the areas in your life. Saturn retrogrades are about cleaning up your act. It's about gaining structure in your life. It's about becoming mature. It's about gaining stability and it is about taking accountability. So this is one of those energies here. If you've been restructuring your life so in a way that's going to become consistent and sustainable, this is going to be your time where you're starting to see that everything that you've been working on is starting to come forward, especially as we start going through the shadow period for Saturn retrograde. This is where things are going to become clear and this is where you're going to be able to get realistic. This is where you're going to be able to see that some restrictions that you might have had during the retrograde period since May are starting to be lifted. Things are starting to become loose and whatever boundaries you might have set with people, they're finally being put in place. Whatever boundaries you've set with yourself, they might be put in place at this time. But this is about gaining a clear focus on your life direction and where you're headed, whatever that may be for you. For some people that may be career, for some people that may be bringing up toxic people, getting some of the toxic people out of their life so they can have stability. This could be getting yourself together so that way you're able to commit within a relationship or commit to a project, commit to anything. So those things come up a lot with Saturn retrogrades and as stressful as they are, they come in so that way you can get your act together. One of the things with Saturn is, Saturn is that friend that we have that tries to help us and they're they're wise, they're mature, they say the things that everyone else is afraid to say and they tell you to get your shit together and even though you don't want to hear it, you know they're right and they have your best interest at heart because they want you to have stability in your life. They want you to master those things in your life and that's what Saturn does for us. So this could be a time where you're starting to see some of that's coming together, especially over the next couple of months as Saturn is moving through the shadow period. Saturn will be at a shadow by January 15th. So over the next three months or so, you're going to start seeing all the work that you've been putting in coming into place and this time at least without restriction this time with more clarity and this time with a little bit of ease so Saturn retrogrades are good as stressful as they are and a lot of karmic stuff comes into play too with Saturn retrograde. So if there's been anything that seemed karmic that's coming through for you, this can be a time where you're finally starting to see over that shadow period that, okay, this definitely worked out in my favor. This definitely worked out the way I hoped it worked out. And, and now I just need to keep going. So it is definitely an interesting retrograde for sure. This is definitely an interesting week, guys. October is an interesting month. So anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.